And welcome to another edition of the Heart God Media Podcast. Today we have uh, three uh, consummate guests, uh, all phoning in, obviously, for uh, distancing purposes. But uh, today we're doing top ten vampire films. We're cutting right to the chase here today. No, uh, no glitz, no glamour, no explosions, no pyro, no titantrons. Um, gentlemen, background noise though. Oh, yeah, a lot of background noise, but introduce yourselves. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was hoping that would happen. Take it, take it, Brian, take it. I'm Brian the Reckless. I mean, what more can I say? At Instagram, Eric Tyler. Tyler. Brother of Brian the Reckless. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, Q. All right, Sean Henderson. They're all on Instagram. We'll post their Instagram handle so you can find where these very illustrious uh, professionals of podcasting are at. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Jesse HS. Uh, Like I said, today we're talking uh, top 10 vampire lists. Now, it's a genre that saw a boom, especially in the later 2000s with uh, a lot of TV shows, um, but... And movies, obviously a book series. Uh, We're not going to mention any of that in here today, um, because that because that's in the mainstream. But the Vampire Diaries and stuff. Yes. Uh, But regardless, it's a it's a genre that's been around since uh, before sound was in film. Uh, You know, the vampire film has been around uh, long beyond uh, almost anything. It, It was it was pretty much just about there at the dawning of uh the dawn of cinema so it's gonna be interesting to see what everybody's got for their lists brian you can uh go first are we um we are doing top 10 lists and you do them uh ascending so you can do them from 10 to 1 if sean if you got five you could do five to one i got six you got six sean's got six He's not a he's not a vampire fan. He's actually a creature of the Black Lagoon uh, spinoff fan only. I have like a gigantic list, but I only I only put five in order. But I'll you know I'll wing it. I'll get it down. You always have issues with the order for some reason, don't you? I just it really yeah, takes things personally for some reason. You know what I mean? And I, uh, a, a certain movie, I think to myself, is this movie? Do I like this movie more than I like this movie? And it's uh, I don't know, it's just really tough for me. Okay, you just you can't get in your own head, Eric. You gotta you gotta take control and just. It's I'm like going first. It, it, it's like a batting lineup. Lineup. Who's your? You know who your leadoff is, and it gets tricky after the cleanup. Well, mine are just my number one. I think is my number one, and the rest of my list is just. How, how the chips yeah. fell. What? We, we can put um. We can uh, talk about movies that even that didn't make our list that we feel like are just great. Yes. After after everyone's uh, read their lists off and we've had discussion upon our selections, uh, we're definitely going to talk our honorable mentions or just mention. You know, things we need to throw in there and that need uh, kudos, need mentioning as part of uh, vampire lore. In film. Okay. Okay. 
Can I start with my list? Let's hear it, Brian. Okay, so number one, I have... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Number 10, Brian. You gotta start with 10. Oh, shit. Okay, come back to me. Come back to you? What? I'll go number two. You're You're the one on limited time here, pal. Oh, we lost him. <laughs> Sean, how about okay. you do yours since it's short? Wait, so you want me to start? Want me to start at six? Well, unless you yeah, got sure, sure. unless the we know what the first four are the first four Twilight films, so you got him right. New Moon, number one. Uh, number six, I'm gonna go with uh, Sam's Lot. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh, number five is Martin. Hold on. Let me get to my list. You are very honest. Martin's a, a, a movie that Sean has seen hundreds of times. Okay, I saw it once at the Palace Theater and I fell in love with it, okay? It's that damn good. Gave it All the right. fucking okay. Ebert treatment. Made the fucking top five list. Yeah. Uh, number four, Interview with a Vampire. Number three, The Original Fright Night. Number two, Lost Boys. And then number one, From Dust Till Dawn. Interesting list. I like it. I like, I like the list. Any um, any backstories on any of the movies of why they're on your list, or you just kind of throw them out there? I just I just throw them out there. Okay. okay. But, but I really do love From Dust to Dawn a lot. Like I don't know. Like how it starts off as like a bank heist film, and then like the last half is a vampire flick. Gotcha. Yes. Brian, are you ready? Yes, I apologize for that. And I will explain in the in the group text what happened just now. Can't wait. Okay. Number 10 is the one that I think is pretty underrated. Vamp. Just vamp, no higher. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I would like an immediate response from somebody. You know, you know, I uh, like Vamp. Drake, Grace Jones. Uh, Grace Jones. Robert right, Russler. Yeah. Right here from from Syracuse. Well, she's from Jamaica. She did live in Syracuse, though. How's number nine looking? You know, I'm still working on that. It's it's number nine. It's let me in. Let me uh, in. All right. A controversial choice because it's a remake of a Swedish movie. That I like cool. the I like the remake better than the original. You know what, but sometimes you can't, you know, run around on the streets shouting that, but it's true. I do, too. Number eight. <sighs> We're so... Okay, The Lost Boys. That low? You know what, I think I... We're not here to criticize. <laughs> right at the beginning, that number one is the only one that's, like, number one, and the rest are just thrown together. Scrambled. What do you got for number seven, Brian? You mean number seven? That's what I said, number seven. Nosferatu. The original. Yeah, 1922. Excellent. You know, the first. Number number six? <sighs> Dracula. Yeah, 1931, Bela Lugosi. Excellent. A classic. Obviously, it's going to make some lists. Uh, number five? Martin. Martin, did you see it more than once? 
Yeah, I don't think it completely matters, but I've seen it twice. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> now, did this get grandfathered in? Because one, it is a good film. I won't. I won't try to debate any of you for having that on your list. But did it get kind of grandfathered in, uh, or did it get like a? What do I want to say? Like, um, did it get like a pass because it was a Romero film to boot? So no, it didn't. It didn't have well, much to qualify to make the list because it was Romero's name was attached to it as well, which I which I completely understand if that was the case. You know what? No, it's a genuine. It's genuinely just on my list. So if okay. you so if Yuli Lomel directed it, it still would have been there. <laughs> um, whoever directed it, if it turned out exactly the way that it did, which it wouldn't have if it wasn't Romero. But yeah, if there was another name attached, sure. How's uh how's number five look? Or was that number five, right? I don't even know anymore. You didn't write him down? That's four, Brian. That was five. I thought that was five for me. Yeah. Number four, I have Graham Stoker's Dracula. Classic. One of my yeah. favorites. Uh, we'll be talking about that one shortly for sure. Um, it might be my personal favorite Dracula movie, even if my list was... As far as effects go, and, I, and we're going to talk about it more, um, as far as effects goes, I think it's the best effects vampire movie out there. Um, but you're, uh, you're number three. Horror of Dracula, the, the original um, Hammer Dracula. Very nice. That might be my favorite, actually. <laughs> well, what's your two and your one? Number two from Dusk Till Dawn. Right. You're yes. That's it's so far. It's a common theme. Number one, I just think it's it's definitely my favorite. It's fun from beginning to end. It's amazing. Fright night. Very nice. Fright night. Um, Thank o- you. Obviously, there's some uh, there's some consistent picks here, and we're gonna see if they continue. Eric, uh, let's hear your list. Uh, they're definitely going to continue, for sure. Uh, you want, we're starting off at 10, right? Yes, sir. All right, so starting off, uh, mine at number 10, 1979, Salem's Lot. I know that it's, uh, I think some people had it higher. Obviously, it's great. It was tough for me to make these lists as it is for every list we try to make. But. And, I, and you know what, um, Salem's Lot, I had to think about that, uh, because that did come up, um, and you'll find out whether or not it made my list, but uh, you know that was one I had to think about because originally it's a TV miniseries, but you know it's released as a full movie now. You know it's uh, so uh, you know it, it definitely makes the cut as a as a full film for sure. But yeah, I kind mean, of, I kind of, you know what that actually did uh, cross my mind um, because it was you know mo- uh, TV television, but. Uh, like you said, now I think most people. It's the same with uh, with Stephen King's It as well. The the nineteen ninety yeah, exactly. same. So. So. May I say something? For sure. It was, you know, it was gross that I forgot to put Sounds Lot on my list. So it definitely belonged there. Hey, yeah. this is why these lists are so hard because you can only really find it now as a three hour movie and not as the mini series. So exactly. I think it does count. Exactly. It went- when we were growing up, we had on VHS where it was cut down to like a two-hour movie. Right. Yeah. So uh, number uh, eight or number nine? Sorry. 
number nine on my list, uh, 1922 Nosferatu. Uh, personally, I think one of the creepiest movies ever made, to be completely honest with you. Oh, it's, uh, I mean, having no sound as well, just having yeah, the, the ambiance of uh, music is definitely uh, interesting. And it, it is, it's very creepy because there is no dialogue. And then just everything, you know, with Max Shrek and all the like the legends and all the folklore behind that film, and and uh, it's just a really creepy movie. I, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, it was on around Halloween time, and just watching it, and I was just like, just thinking to myself, man, this movie is super, it's super creepy, and and, and I only can imagine when you know people watching it back then. Uh, but it's definitely something that's held up for years and years, and obviously spawned a. A whole genre of films. So, okay. did you ever see the, um, the 1979 remake of that? Uh, I do not think I've seen that. Hmm. A Screen Factory put it out. It's definitely interesting. You should check it out. It's not. I don't think it's as good as the original, but it's like it's interesting. There is another movie I was going to talk about. I didn't make my list. That is uh, that goes along with the original. I'm not sure to, but we'll talk about that later. Um, number eight. Uh, my list is a film called Thirst. By uh, came out in two thousand nine by uh, the Korean uh, director Chan Woo Park, who who is famous for like Old Boy and Lady Vengeance. And this is um, kind of along the same lines uh, as Martin, where it's not, I guess, your traditional vampire movie, but it is a vampire movie at the same time. Uh, I highly suggest anyone who hasn't seen it definitely check it out because it's. It's awesome, and Chanwell Park is, is a, a favorite director of mine. He, the guy's crazy, and uh, if you liked Old Boy or or uh, any of those type of movies, you, you'll like that. So I I, th- oh. I I thought I had seen it, but I I don't think I have. I, I've like seen I, I may be thinking of another film, but I don't believe I've seen that. But I've seen it. I've seen it talked about, so that may be something I need to dive into because um, I'm almost positive I haven't seen it, but. You, you know how there's films that just slip through the cracks and you get halfway through, you're like, okay, yeah, I saw this. For sure, for sure. I mean, and I, you know, I loved, loved Old Boy since the first time I saw it, and I've always, and then, you know, you dive into the directors, um, and I have the, the Lady Vengeance movies, and then I actually found Thirst uh, years ago. I think you guys, we went to Big Lots, and I found the DVD there for like three bucks. Uh, and that's that's still what I own, the version, I, the copy I own is the DVD that I found at Big Lots, but uh, definitely one of the better purchases I've ever made for that tape. So. Nice. So. All right, so number seven, BT is going to love this one, 1982, Christy Swanson, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. Uh, all, all-star cast, super fun movie, David Arquette, uh, Luke Perry, obviously, uh, Donald Sutherland, just a super fun movie. Um, sign of those times, early 90s, California, um, and a Spawned one of the greatest television shows ever made. Want to point out? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Anybody? Am I just laughing here like a... Like Agreed. A Nobody's Obviously, that. the Tyler brothers are big Buffy fans. I have yet to make it through the first season. Um, but I, I plan... I tried, to, I tried to show my wife, too. She, she got about two episodes and fell asleep, so... I am, uh... I have, uh... Luckily have some time, uh... Away from, uh everything coming up this week um so i am going to dive into that for uh for sure um and see if i can't make it to the second season which you both say that the tv show kind of picks up after once you get to the first season it it becomes a little more uh balanced and enjoyable i guess 
I would agree. I would agree. Obviously, almost like every other. We don't need to talk about the TV show too much, but any, uh, you know, any television show usually the first season is kind of like a feeling out process. So for sure, what, what you got next, Eric? Number six, uh, follow suit with everyone. Uh, Martin, nineteen seventy-seven. George A. Romero. George A. Romero uh, makes me sound very uh, elitist, saying George A. Romero. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite director. Uh, I own the film, I will say. Not to sound stupid, I've seen it many times. Again, a different take on a vampire movie, but I thought it was really cool for its time, and, and I thought, you know, it's one of those times where George, outside of the zombie uh, theme, uh, shows how great of a director he is. So. Absolutely. Have you seen it? What's that? How many times have you seen it? I don't know, probably around five, I'd say, four or five, something like that. Oh, okay. Are you trying to call me out? I like it. Good for you. <laughs> me and Sean both got called All right, so number number five, uh, classic, 1931, uh, Dracula, Bela Lugosi, iconic film. Um, you know, those those stretch of uh, the Universal Monsters there are obviously super iconic, and people love them. I thought that movie was uh, really great, and obviously holds its... Uh, I don't know, holds his power, whatever you want to say, through all these years. I'm probably the strongest of all the Universal movies, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a debate, for sure, but I, I, I would agree. Wolf, Wolfman, I actually, I, I might even renege on that a little bit and say the Wolfman. Yeah, I like, you know, Wolfman, obviously, uh... Frankenstein, it's tough, it really is. Tough. I mean, you got, I mean, you're, you're picking, you're picking from, you're picking from all your Barry Bonds there. Exactly, exactly. All right, so on to number four, 1992, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Obviously, all-star cast. Such a, I don't know, I love everything about that, that film. Was it was and, a huge uh, film when it came out. Yeah, huge when it came out. Oldman's uh, take on uh, Dracula, probably, you know, if not the best, you know, it's so awesome. Most true uh, to, the, to the novel, for sure. Exactly, and... Uh, just everything about that film, the setting and the tone, and it's just a really, it's a really great film. Um, number top, three. Top three, let's hear them. A Great Year, The Year of My Birth, 1955, Fright Night. Again, another super fun film, just a sign of those times, just everything I love in a movie, just, you know, the, the 80s horror, like, comedy, just so good. Um, Evil Ed. Just a, just a great. Uh, oh, it's a, a landmark film. Not even for just vampire films, but for the for the horror genre in general. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and you got the in the egotistical uh, Chris Sarandon as well. <laughs> so uh, number two, you know, see, this is what I hate doing these uh, the list because it's so tough. But uh, I went back and forth on my you know my top three like really really hard, but. I really thought about it, and uh, and I think this is the most accurate. So number two, I have uh, 1987, The Lost Boys. Um, maybe the first vampire movie I've ever I ever had seen. Probably thinking about it. Um, again, just love that movie. All star cast: Kiefer, just the man. Um, everything about that film I, I love so much. Great story, great setting. Uh, you know, just Diane Weiss. Yeah, and that, you know, sign of the times, and it just it reminds me of, uh, like I said, the older times watching that movie. So good. So, 
And then I'm sure you guys could all guess what number one would probably be. Uh, 1996 from Dust Till Dawn. Robert Rodriguez directing. Clooney, Tarantino. Um, awesome. Just love everything about that movie. Love the... The setting, the cast. It's a it's a testament, you know, to to see where people say that, and and even these little Instagram um things about like you know favorite horror movies to watch at a group, favorite horror movie uh you know of all time. I've seen From Dusk Till Dawn pop up in both those categories just uh, from Instagram followers that follow the uh, the podcast. Yeah, for sure. It's so just that explains yeah, what a juggernaut of a film it is. Super fun, and for me personally too, like obviously being. I love George Clooney outside of he doesn't do much stuff in this in this you know I guess genre of film. I think he's a phenomenal actor, um, and it's cool to see him in this role. You know what I mean? It's, you don't see it very often, so it's my favorite role I've ever seen him in. Yeah, I mean he's, it's it really is awesome. It's outside of his uh, zone that you usually would see, um, and I just love everything about this film movie. So was it better than Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Wasn't he in that one? I don't know. Was he in that movie? You know, I never even seen that movie. Yeah, you know, he was in uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes and uh, Return to Horror High as well. 1980s. Yeah. He also graced your favorite television show other than Buffy. Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah. Yeah. Booker. Yeah, so number one for me from Dust Till Dawn. Very, very interesting list. Um, so this, okay. our our call says Sean is with us, but is Sean with us? I'm, yeah, we're here. Hi. Okay. This is my exit. You're not even going to hear Jesse's list? No, what a dick. Pick up for when I listen. I mean, I think you should stick around for his list, but. Yeah, I'm going to. I was going to say, that would be pretty rude if you came on. I was going to let you do your list first. You you go back, and then you don't hear my list. We would have, uh, I think we'd have to thumb wrestle after that. So my list. Uh, so so my list, my, my 10 and my 9, actually, uh, interestingly enough, and I, and I got really excited because I thought we'd have more that lined up, but my nine or my 10 and my 9 line up perfectly with Eric's number 10, Salem's Lot, Toby Hooper miniseries classic, can definitely be considered a film now. Uh, just, uh, uh, again, like an interesting take that melded three or four different folklores of the vampire uh, a classic and a 70s uh you know late 70s staple that turned into a an 80s uh tv uh fun romp i'm sure we've all seen it on either usa or or sci-fi or what have you um it was just a staple of my childhood and then uh number nine the original nosferatu 1922 uh obviously we were just talking about what a landmark film that was for the genre and you know help push the genre along even before you know we're talking the silent film era so that that was uh interesting that we had both 10 and 9 line up for that eric and then um so number eight um you know, I was very, uh, you know, we heard, we've heard you guys, you know, you guys had Martin on your list, uh, BT popped in, a let me in, um, so a film that I've loved since I've seen it, since my VHS running days, um, I had to, uh, put on this, uh, for the cast alone, um, but I was very torn to, to put this film on there because it is a vampire film, but it's not a traditional vampire film. And the film I'm talking about is one of my favorites, um, Near Dark. 
Uh, just a nice. just a complete very solid, yeah. The complete classic film. Uh, you know, Bill Paxton, Lance, Lance is obviously like probably will probably go down in my eyes as one of the top three best actors of any genre in all of film ever in my eyes. Uh, oh yeah, the guy, guy's been in so much stuff. Talk about he's versatility done. too. For sure, like I said, he's done. He's been in so many films and done so many different things. It's it's, it's he's kind of an unsung hero. I mean, the guy definitely doesn't get the credit he deserves. No. Uh, so where am I at here? Six. So six and five are both sequels. I had two sequels popping in on my list. Wait, did wait seven was near dark? Ten, eight. Or ten, nine, eight, seven. No, seven. No, sorry. Seven and six are uh, my next two. So seven sequel to 1985's Fright Night, Fright Night Two. Again, one I rem- oh. I, I I love dearly. I have a great affinity for this film. Um, watched it probably as much, if not even more, sometimes in my youth more than the original Fright Night. Uh, love this film, Tracy Lynn. Obviously, uh, you know, of my boyfriend's back went on to be in that film. Uh, so she's had, she's dabbled, she's tickled her feet in the waters of horror, uh, comedy horror, to say the least. And then, um, so number six, another sequel. Uh, I, I was, uh, I won't say I was surprised because I feel like uh, not a lot of people are, are well. Um, this film series, I guess, isn't as well known as I think it should be. It's a full moon series, um, and I didn't put the original on here. I love the original film. I actually love all the films in it, um, but I had a great uh, affection for the sequel, Bloodstone Subspecies 2. Wow. Uh, one of my uh, absolute favorites growing up. Uh, I remember renting it. I the, the if you guys uh, don't even watch it, just go look at Bloodstone Subspecies 2, the, the cover art. Um, the poster art for that is just looks just like epic, and, and it's a great gothic uh, vampire film, um, one of my favorites. Um, and the uh, band company just just coming through with a, with a solid series, and that is, you know, universally for fans of the franchise, uh, regard that one as the best, and I, I got to admit that it is. So Subspecies 2, Bloodstone. That's uh, this is great. I was hoping that there would be something on the on these lists that I actually haven't checked out. I will admit I've never checked that out, so I look forward to that. Yeah, Either, I thought I really like the first one. I haven't seen the sequels yet. I haven't actually never heard this franchise. No, it's uh it's a very very uh they showed it a lot in the nineties on sci-fi, um but I remember renting. I actually rented the first or the this one Bloodstone. I, I rented the sequel first from. Uh, uh, it may have been Video King. I believe it was Video King. Um, but yeah, it was. Ju- it's just I, I implore all you guys to check it out. Um, if you guys haven't seen uh, the franchise and or this uh, this particular one, Bloodstone. So, my top five. Uh, number five, uh, Dracula, nineteen thirty-one. Bell Lugosi, Universal Monsters. Obviously, just a, a, a pillar in the horror genre. Uh, for many reasons, and and we're gonna talk more about <clears throat> some of these films here in a little bit. But uh, number four, uh, obviously, it showed up on everyone's list as well. Um, from dusk till dawn, just uh, um, a megalomation of uh, several different genres um, that you know a Quentin Tarantino-inspired Robert Rodriguez uh, just threw in and just created this opus that I saw as a young kid, you know, in the mid '90s. Uh, just a 
just an amazing film. So much fun. Uh, arguably, you know, it's it's in everybody's top f- films, especially for vampire films. So, my number uh, my number three is uh, 1985's Fright Night. Obviously, just uh, you know, so much fun. Just pure 80s. Just soaks and drips with 80s. Um, from you know, terrible sweaters, a dance club. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just uh, just like you know, really like questionable sexual behavior from young male youths. I mean, that's what the '80s was all about. Uh, Pretty much. N- number two, um, you know, and and you know, part of me, you know, thinks uh, that this does deserve more credit than I think it gets today because I feel like people kind of. The vampire genre is kind of like a, a stepchild genre, I feel like, sometimes. But this one, you know, this one won awards. Uh, it was, you know, a, a two-and-a-half-hour uh, just romp of a cinematic masterpiece, uh, 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, just one of the... I mean, and his son actually uh, did all the effects. They're all practical effects. There's no... CGI in the film at all. Even the fl- even the flame setups in the film when uh, Keanu Reeves' character Jonathan Harker is traveling through and sees the blue flames uh, that are you know holding up amongst the gate the gates of Dracula's castle was actually done as like a projection. Same thing with uh, Gary Oldman as Dracula's eyes in the clouds. Again, a projection, no CGI. Um, maybe you know the some of the last uh, of true movie magic uh effects that we saw before cgi just came in and gutted and uh savagely uh molested our beloved genre um well said and then uh my number one um obviously i know you guys could could have called this one but 1987's uh masterpiece from uh joel schumacher just reeking of uh you know just style and sleekness uh the lost boys uh, it's, uh, it's a film I think that probably has stood the test of time better than any film on my list or any of your lists. I'd say even more so than, uh, you know, bigger, bigger names in the, the vampire world. I, I feel like because it crosses so many different boundaries and it was at the crux of, you know, in eighties, you know, bang, and the slasher movie was really huge, and for them to, you know, for Warner Brothers to come in and, you know, originally having it being a Goonies idea, you know, have a Goonies-esque Lost Boy, like, you know, vampire film, and then saying, hey, let's make it sexy, let's turn it into teenagers, and uh, let's make it, you know, what it was. I think it, it stood the test of time, and anybody who's seen the film, I haven't heard one person say a bad word other, you know, it hasn't even really said anything other than how amazing it is when they've seen this film. Yeah, I mean, obviously I knew that was going to be your number one, of course, but I agree with everything you said, man. Jesse, I called your top two, and I'm so happy with it. And I have to say, everyone did a much better job at explaining why they picked their picks than I did. I didn't explain shit. Oh, true. See, I am awkward at podcasting on the phone, I think. But, guys, thank you for having me. You're not as bad as Sean. Don't worry. Hey, your uh, your time is uh, appreciated, Brian, and uh, hopefully we will uh, be podcasting in the flesh uh, sooner rather than later. 
Oh, definitely. I have ideas, actually. Well, send them over. I'm going to. <laughs> Excellent. I love you guys. Love you. Love you. Peace be the journey. And Brian is officially gone. That leaves us. Uh, gentlemen, do we have also, do we have honorable all back, mentions? All the background noise is gone, too, for some reason. Yeah, oh. go figure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I have a, a, a list of movies I, I put on. Just to, so only, I think, uh, only one of them was mentioned. Uh, and so, I mean, I don't know how you want to do this, but yeah, I can just read the list or... We can go back and forth. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear one, then uh, then we'll spout some off. All right, perfect. Now these are in no uh, particular order whatsoever. They're just I just threw a list on. Uh, the first one I have is another in the in the vein of uh, of Fright Night for sure. This uh, my best friend is a vampire from 1987. Oh yeah, classic. One of my one of uh, a favorite as well from the youth. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's listening has seen, uh, you know, Fright Night or uh, anything in that vein, um, the 80s, it's, it's just a great, it's a hilarious film, and it has, uh, I always forget the actor's name who plays uh, the Van Helsing type character. David the- Warner. David Warner, yeah, yeah, obviously he was going to, the original Freddy Krueger. Yeah, was uh, did did makeup tests and everything, old David yeah, Warner did. Always crazy to me, but um, so yeah, that's the first one on this little list I have. He's still alive and kicking. He just did a, a podcast with Mick Garris. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he's got to be up there. I think he's he's, he's near ninety. He's got to be near ninety. He also played the professor in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> There's a guy who probably just has an amazing. Uh, oh yeah, he might have as many filmography credits as uh, James Hong. <laughs> the Hongster. I know uh, Warner was in Titanic too, so I mean. Oh geez, my God, he was too. If that's on your list, then Jesus. So, all right, well, yeah, I can go more. You guys want to spot some off? I got one, uh, Stakeland. Uh, I know we were talking about this uh, the other day. I, I love that film. I love Nick DiMici. Um, and that one was actually filmed in your neck of the woods, uh, in uh, Royersford. Yeah, really strange. I mean, uh, that was on my list too, actually. Here, but yeah. It's, it's it's funny how uh, there's been so many movies and films in this area. Of Pennsylvania. Oh, actually, it was it was Douglasville. Now that I remember, it was actually Douglasville. Yeah, I know it's all around this area, so that's really awesome. Yeah, that movie is another one. That, uh, I, I think a good majority of our list have movies that are from, you know, ninety five or ninety six, I guess, below before. But uh, this one, obviously, being out in two thousand ten, um, definitely one of the better, uh, you know, independent. Uh, vampire movies i've ever seen i think it's great and uh i and i know you know the actor's name um from the movie i can't think of his name right now nick dimici yeah he his character is just perfect perfect casting for his uh you know his the the role he has of like kind of the protector and just the badass like oh yeah for sure sticking up so sean you got any honorable mentions yeah, once been with Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's a good one. Another an- another eighties uh, uh, vampire comedy. For some reason, the vampire comedies were uh, were hot and in, in in the thick in the eighties. Who else? Who, uh, Vampires Kiss and uh, with Nick Cage. Yep. Yeah, there's another yeah. one in that same vein. 
So that's great. Yeah, once bitten. I love that movie. I used to watch that movie all the time. Yeah. Well, it's like his second movie or something, isn't it? Or like his third or something. I'll look it up. I think it's like his one of his first. I know. I think Earth Girls Are Easy is his first movie. I actually think his first movie, he was a fry cook at the at the burger place in Fast Times. Is that his first movie? I believe so. I always thought it was Earth Girls Are Easy. That's cool. He as Nick Coppola in uh, Fast Times. Oh no, I'm talking about Jim Carrey. I have oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast Times. Yeah, no, Jim Carrey. That's who I was talking about. But yeah, oh, no, I thought we were talking yeah, Nick Cage. Sorry. Nick, Nick Cage, or yeah, his first film is uh, he plays the uh, what's his name, Brad's uh, buddy in, uh, yeah. in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So that's cool. Uh, all right, so I'll go another one, I guess. Um, I will go with uh, t- 2014, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, classic. It's uh, hilarious, classic. Like, I always fuck up his name, so I'm going to try not to do it. Is it Taika Watiti? Yeah, I think so. Uh, who's obviously blowing up right now. He's directing, like, Thor movies, and he's got the What We Do in the Shadows television show. He did the uh, uh, Jojo yeah, Rabbit movie as well. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit, which obviously you got a lot of praise that I'm yet to see, but... Uh, just a hilarious, hilarious take on vampires, and he—he's his, um, oh, you know, his mind. He does hilarious stuff, and the way he delivers the stuff is really smart and funny. And and if you like that kind of stuff, you definitely check this out. Check out the television show. I know Jesse's watched it as well. I'm not sure if Sean has checked it out, but I, it's, right the same. it's on FX, and the new season actually comes out in a couple weeks. But. Uh, just, just, I mean, yeah. Oh, Maybe it's brilliant. Yeah, it re- and that's really a word for it, just brilliance. Uh, just so funny. Now, Eric, you said you had a, uh, you had a, uh, a Nosferatu-esque film in your, in your yeah, honorable mentions? It's called, uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it, it's from 2000, it's called Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, Willem, uh, Willem Dafoe's in that, right? Yeah, Willem Dafoe plays... Max Shrek. Uh, Shrek and, and John Malkovich plays the director and it's a really it's basically a movie about it's pretty uh, much like an Ed Wood Nosferatu yeah basically it's, it's about the filming of Nosferatu it's really it's a really cool ass take on it and it's just uh, Willem Dafoe is another just amazing actor and he uh, you know he really knocks out Max Shrek in that so if, if you're a fan of Nosferatu and you haven't checked out um Shadow of the Vampire, definitely check that out because it's really cool and it's 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 like a different take. Uh, almost, you know, not, obviously it's it's fictional, but it's a documentary esque of, of them uh, filming the movie. So, I actually want to so change my I actually want to change my number one. My actually num- my number one vampire movie is Vampire Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking Sean was gonna. What's the one with? Uh, with uh, Leslie Nielsen. You mean Dracula? Dead and loving it. Very, I figured that would be Sean's number two. That was great. Sean was actually the only one with Interview with the Vampire, which I do love that film, but Sean was the only one with uh, that film in his top list. Yeah, you know what? I went back and forth on it. I, I do love it. And I, obviously, I'm, I'm a big Tom Cruise guy, Brad Pitt. They're all great actors, but um, I don't know. I just think there's... I, I thought there was ten better... Ten better movies, to be honest with you. I agree. But I, I remember too. I'm not really that huge in the vampires, so. Sean only likes uh, he only likes Saturday Night Live spinoff movies. That's it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, Wayne's World, great movie. Well, Wayne's World, yeah. MacGruber, you love. The Ladies' Man, you're probably a huge fan of. I've never seen Ladies' Man. Superstar, you love. Is, uh, I guess, uh, wait, can you can we consider the 2016 Ghostbusters a uh, SNL spinoff movie? We know that's Sean's no, favorite, but too. It, but it seems like a fucking terrible SNL skit. <laughs> I heard that movie's great. That movie's fucking dog shit. <laughs> Alright, we're getting off target here. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so I still got a couple more, but whenever you get whoever. Will, yeah, yeah, rat, rattle them off. Quick question. Yeah. Well, my, yeah. Phone, well, my phone was messing up. Did anyone bring up John Carpenter's Vampires? No, but yeah, I. That was, there you go, that was on this list as well. I had just picked that, the Scream Factory version of that up, uh, and that's an awesome, uh, an awesome edition of that film. Uh, again, that was another. Uh, that was another film I I, I loved uh, when it came out, and I've always liked. Uh, but yeah, I I definitely thought there was probably ten, arguably fifteen better vampire movies than that. But I do love it. It's a good film. Did Brian? Um, did he say let the right one in or, or let me in? Let me in. He didn't let me in. Okay, perfect. I just wonder. Well, that was on my list on the end, but then obviously the the original, the Swedish version of Let the Right One In was, was on my list as well. Uh, nice. You know, I, it's crazy because when I was thinking about Vampire Movie, or when we talked about doing this, um, I looked up online to see what other like people's lists would look like and stuff like that. And, I, you know, just, I, I like to see what other people kind of just, what they think would be... Uh, tops on their list and there was a there was a list i saw of a big one that actually had had all the usuals but then their number one was actually let the right one in which i found you know i found kind of crazy i think that film after probably like two or three years after it got released had so much like internet hype and like people were for some reason it got a lot of hype um and i think that's what caused american studios to be like okay we're gonna remake this fucking film um, yeah, for sure. Well, we saw which we saw in the theaters. Yeah. Together, but um, yeah, they uh, for some reason people people adore that film. I think it's a it's an okay film. I mean, I've watched it twice, and I'll honestly it'll I'll probably be forty eight before I ever watch it again. <laughs> what, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think I, I own Let Me In, but I do not own Not the Right One In. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were both. I've seen them obviously both. I thought they were both pretty good. Let's so uh anything uh anything to add in the the uh, old uh, vampire dumb. The only other film that I, I did want to mention that I saw one time so I can't really say it's one of my favorites but I thought it was a cool take on it was a, a film that came out uh not I think like 2014 or something like that right in that area is called is a a girl walks home alone at night which is a foreign film about uh I guess uh, basically a vampire in like a really shitty part of uh i think it's like a is it like a it's a like an iranian film or something like that right? interesting have anyone else seen that yeah i've heard of it i've, I've never I've seen it. Of it yeah i only saw it one time but i thought it was a really cool kind of different take and like i said it, it's it's tough to find uh movies that come out somewhat recently that are that really leave an impression but i thought this one was a a cool take on it and uh yeah, it's definitely something I would suggest to check out. I, I guess I was pretty shocked. Was there anything you guys were shocked that wasn't on somebody here's uh, list? I guess I could say I was pretty shocked that no one else had um, Near Dark on their list. That was actually one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, I mean... Well, why would you have honorable mentions, Sean, if you didn't have a fucking top ten? Why'd you just make a top ten out? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I
You guys told me to make a top ten, but you're like, it has to be true love. You can't just throw movies out there. I'm like, all right. So I'm well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I actually, I just didn't have on my top ten, but I, I considered that. Uh, you know, is it a vampire? Yeah, I mean, it's a vampire movie, so I guess. I guess you could. Yeah, I just didn't throw it on. It was on my list of, of other stuff too. Was so. Bram Stoker's Dracula on ninety two? Was that on everyone's list but Sean's? Right. I think so. Yes. And then the uh, thing about me in that movie is like I don't hate it, and I think it's like it's like greatly made. I appreciate it, but like yeah, for some reason it just never clicks with me. Sean, have you ever watched it in full? I got like halfway through and I shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other, the half of the half, his phone was in front of his face. Was uh, <laughs> was Fright Night, Lost Boys, and From Dust Till Dawn was on everyone's list though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was trying to. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what's cool is well, for the most part, is like I think people we have stuff that not everyone has too. Like I knew. It's tough to make a list without having the same similar stuff, but Jesse obviously had something that nobody had. I had Thirst that nobody had, and and uh, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this has been uh, fun, and uh, maybe we'll do. Um, we won't go ten, I think. Uh, but maybe we'll do top five. Uh, top five lists uh, for zombie films or uh, possibly well, werewolf films. Oh, zombie, zombie films, I can do ten. I say we do werewolf next. That'll be fun because that's you know what are we just gonna go down? I'm basically just gonna go around down the Romero list. We'll know? do we'll do we'll do werewolf movies this week. All right, yeah, let's do it this week for sure. There we go. All right, guys. Uh, I just, just want to add one thing. This isn't a movie, but can I talk about something else that I recently stumbled across and uh, across, and uh, it's vampire related. Definitely. Yeah. So, obviously, as you guys know, I'm a big comic book guy, um, and there's a comic book that recently came out uh, that takes place in Philadelphia, which is not far from where I live currently, but it's called Philadelphia. Um, it, it's put out by Image Comics, which is a, a comic book company that they were behind, uh, like, The Walking Dead and, and the, um, other stuff like that. So, it's basically about um, uh, a guy who's, like, a cop in a small town, and he, he returns to Philadelphia to... Uh, his father had passed away to basically bury his father. And uh, it just turns into like a really cool, well, I mean, it's only a couple issues in so far, but it's a really cool vampire uh, 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 series. And it basically, it, it throws vampires into the history of the world pretty much, uh, dating back for, you know, as far back as, as you can remember. So uh, anybody who's in the comics, definitely check it out. Philadelphia, put out by Image Comics. Um, so, yeah. Very, uh, very good. I guess the last thing I'll say is, can you fucking believe BT had Lost Boys at, like, fucking eight? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I knew that it was a sacrilege a little bit. He loved, I knew Vamp was going to be on this. I've never heard of Vamp. Vamp's good. It, it's entertaining, but BT fucking loves Grace Jones. He just, yeah, he, you know, it's a little quirk. He, I, I figured Vamp would definitely would make his cut so is there i'm trying to think of anything that wasn't featured like there's definitely movies that are out there with the uh, blade none of the blade movies made the cut that's another one bt loves blade and uh, i was surprised 
Blade never got mentioned. I, I like the I like the Blade films actually, but I mean I could think of twenty yeah, better movies, <laughs> vampire well, movies just, than that. Yeah. Oh, Underworld. Underworld. Eh, not True Blue Vampire. Did you guys? Oh, see the oh, film? Yeah. Did you guys see the film with Ethan Hawke, Daybreakers? Yeah, oh. I was not a fan. Yeah, I, I I was really pumped for that movie. I, I like Ethan Hawke, and I thought it was a really it's a really cool idea. Um, but uh, you know, they didn't. Uh, it didn't obviously it didn't hold up uh, as well. What about uh, you, you you know, Thirty no, Thirty Days a Night. That's another one. Yeah, I like that film, but again, obviously, it, you know, there's talk. a sequel to that too, right? And there's a Stakeland sequel too, which I watched. It was. A, I heard the Stakeland sequel wasn't good. No, it's not. It's like straight to TV, I think, and the, I watched it on on Sci Fi, uh, and it's it, it's literally uh, it, it holds nothing to the original, or to the first one, I should say, not the original. Uh, Thirty Days a Night. I saw the first one. I never saw the sequel to Thirty Days a Night. Yeah, no. neither I. So, but yeah, Sean, I'm, sur- I'm surprised you didn't mention your favorite television show, True Blood. I never watched True Blood. That's what about great. the va- watch that for a while? What about the va- What about the the Vampire Diaries? Never watched that. <laughs> no love for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Hey, I love that, and I own that. I, thought, I, I saw it in theaters. I thought it was cool. Um, if you have gone to the movies to see Twilight, say I. I. Exactly. Yeah, right. What? You didn't say I. You were there. To see what? Twilight? Yeah. I think I saw two of them in the movies. Same here. In the movie theater. I did not make your list. Because I'm not a fan of them. Alright, you don't have to yell. This is a friendly podcast. Does anyone want to shout out? Um, we good? Yeah, we're good. All right, so uh, so yeah, that'll just about uh, do it for us. As we said, uh, I'm not sure if it got cut off or not, but shout out to Gangrel, the greatest rest- vampire wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, we shall be back with uh, Werewolf uh, top ten lists. For sure, that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, we will see you next time on the Heart God Media Podcast. <laughs>